How did a nine-year-old spark a national environmental movement? My name is Chris and this is Culturized. To find the answer, we need to go back a ways to 1888, the year that Marvin C. Stone patented the first modern paper drinking straw. It was said to be a hot summer day in Washington, D.C. Marvin was sipping on his mint julep through the soggy ryegrass straw that was very popular in those days when a thought came over him and he whipped up the first paper straw ever. Now, this wasn't the first time straws had ever been used, though. Evidence of straws is littered throughout history, although up until Stone's paper innovation, most had been made of metal or ryegrass, which pretty much disintegrated when you put it in liquid. Even apes have been known to use straw-like tubes in their drinking. The oldest straw ever found was discovered in a Sumerian tomb dating back to 3000 BC. The Sumerians were a little more high class than we are today, though. This particular straw was made of gold and lapis lazuli. With the invention of plastic, and the economic boom following World War II, straws became even more widespread, now with a new plasticky gleam. Since then, they have only increased in number and popularity. So we've got the history. Today, straws are pretty simple to understand. You just rip off the paper, stick it in your beverage of choice, and toss it in the trash as soon as you're done. That's it. There's no hassle or instructions, really no issues at all, right? Well, that is changing. Maybe you've seen over the last year, straws have become a globally trending topic. They've been the focus of cities and countries from California to Kenya. So what happened? Well, this shift all started in 2011 with a boy named Milo Kress from Vermont. My next guest thinks America has a bit of an addiction to straws. Milo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Just 10 years old, Milo noticed straws were often given and thrown away without ever being used. Wanting to call attention to the issue straws pose to the environment, he went to local restaurants trying to campaign against single-use straws. Well, um, sometimes I think we forget that every straw we use, every piece of plastic, will be here on Earth, somewhere on Earth, even when my grandchildren are born, long after that. So. In February of this year, I started a project to reduce the number of straws that go into our landfills every day. And actually, even biodegradable and compostable straws, if they wind up in the landfill, won't biodegrade or compost. His campaign, Be Straw Free, blew up, landing him on the news, and his ideas started to spread all across the country, but nothing really changed. Sure, people liked the idea of trying to save a piece of the environment, but not enough to try and make a change in their own lives. Could you imagine ordering a smoothie mm -hmm. and just having to smash it into your actual face? <laughs> true. Instead of sipping it delight delightfully through a straw? That's not a world I want to live in. I right? don't want to live in that world either, Walter. But uh -huh. then, in 2015, a video was released on YouTube that changed everything. Titled, Sea Turtle with Straw Up Its Nostril, No to Plastic Straws, the eight-minute video showed a marine biologist removing a long plastic straw from the nostril of a sea turtle and has gotten nearly 35 million views. It is very sad to watch. This video was the proverbial and literal straw that broke the camel's back. It stirred up the anti-straw movement, giving everyone something new to sip on. 
Different social media campaigns popped up all around calling for an end to the use and waste of plastic straws. The hashtag straws suck has been used over 32,000 times on Instagram and is even more prevalent on Twitter. Celebrities like Tom Brady, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Russell Wilson have put their support into the hashtag I suck movement and more are jumping in. With all the traction on social media, the news quickly took an interest and the topic spread like wildfire through the network circuit. Seeing all of this, cities began discussing the merits of a strawless society, and on July 1st, 2018, Seattle became the first major U.S. city to ban plastic single-use straws. More cities followed along, with San Francisco and Vancouver set to be straw-free by the end of this year. New York, Taiwan, Britain, Scotland, all talking about their own fight against plastic straws. More and more businesses are joining in, with American Airlines, McDonald's UK, and Hyatt Hotels all putting in efforts to help make a change as well. The biggest company news, though, comes from Starbucks. Well, the plastic straw is being phased out at Starbucks. It's the latest giant chain to ban the tiny piece of plastic that has become a huge symbol of harmful pollution. The massive coffee chain plans to eliminate plastic straws entirely by 2020 across all of their 20,000 locations. Of course, the iconic green Starbucks straw will be missed, but the chain's newly redesigned lids have already gone viral in their own right. Imagine your favorite sippy cup from your childhood, then put an iced macchiato in it, and that's pretty much it. Starbucks estimates that this simple redesign will help eliminate more than a billion plastic straws from its stores every year, signaling a significant victory for the anti-straw advocates. New lids aren't the only solution, though. Metal, glass, bamboo, even straw straws are growing in popularity. Demand for compostable and paper straws has never been higher as more and more restaurants and shops try to get ahead of the curve. But some are questioning if straws are really the issue we should be worrying about. A 2015 study by University of Georgia engineering professor Jenna Jomback reported that roughly 8.8 million tons of plastic ends up in the ocean around the globe every year. And of that, only a reported 0.2% is made up of straws. Aren't there other, more impactful things that can be focused on? Not only that, but straw bans have had some significant pushback from the elderly and disabled communities where straws are often a necessity. Plus, it's not guaranteed that the new lids from Starbucks will be recycled any more effectively than the plastic straws they used to hold. A report from The Economist says that only 9% of the world's plastic is ever recycled. So what's the real reason the straw opposition has grown so much? Why are straws being banned in so many places? Is it really because ending straws will end plastic pollution? Or could it simply be a politician's move trying to score points with the voters? Well, honestly, I think it's simpler than that. True, banning straws will not end plastic pollution or solve all of the world's problems, but it's not about trying to finish the race with this one change, it's just taking the first step towards the finish line. It's about starting a conversation, working towards a bigger mission. So what can we be doing to help? How can we have an impact? Well, maybe next time you get nice coffee, remember this. Straws are easy. Yes, they're easy to reuse, easy to recycle, but they're also easy to refuse. Why don't we all bring back the kid in us and ask for a sippy cup instead of a straw? I am your host, Chris Schwar. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. You can find us at any of your podcasting destinations. Rate, review, five stars really helps this podcast to grow. Follow along on Instagram at Culturized Podcast and send in your most confusing pop culture questions to answer in future episodes. I'll see you next time. Until then, remember, straws suck.